Brazilian in blowouts. Actually, it's blowouts in Brazilians. Oh, okay. Okay, fuck. Okay. Hi, my name's Myra, and this is Blowouts and Brazilians. And I'm the Blowouts and Brazilians co-host. My name is Corey Minyard, and I'm the owner of Hot Stuff Aesthetics, located in Riverside, California. And I'm Myra. I am the owner of Studio 13 Salon, and my personal handle is ViciousHair13. Yeah, so we are in, t uh, is it January still? Yes, I think it it's is. like the third week of January, and we're trying, out, uh, trying to get a quick podcast out because... Mm -hmm. We still need to upload all of these things, but we actually didn't really have a topic to talk about today. And when I walked in this morning, Myra said that she really wanted to talk about imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and tackle that one for you guys, because I know everybody can relate to this. Mm -hmm. All right, Myra, what did you, you said you've been kind of like feeling like imposter syndrome has been hitting you really hard recently. I don't know. It's imposter syndrome. Well, I don't feel like an imposter online because I feel mm -hmm. like I'm pretty. You feel comfortable and like you're you. Yes, but... I feel like that creativity, it's like plunging down mm. and like, I don't want to be at work mm -hmm. and I'm very like, I'm the type of person where like I wear my feelings on my, like people could definitely tell when mm -hmm. I'm mad or sad or whatever. So lately I've just been trying to fight that, but I'm like, I don't want to be at work. And then I just feel like it affects my work because I'm not completely like there, you know? I feel like that's considered more like burnout. You feel like you're burning out right now? Yeah, but I don't know why, because I don't over-schedule myself mm -hmm. where it, that happens. What do you feel know. like is suffering now that you're burning out? I don't know. I just, I wish I could just have clients that just sit down and just let me do what I need to do and like, but, again... <laughs> Talking about the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> There's a senior home here, like across the street. Somewhere. Oh, is that a senior home? There's or a, a little bit farther home. down. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah, so there's always ambulances for yeah. sure. Yeah, people always be. Yeah. I know. Um, back about burnout though, I feel like a lot of people do go through that at different seasons throughout the year. Mm -hmm. I personally tend to get it at the end of the year, like what is it? November, December time, just because I feel like a lot of us want to stay home and all mm -hmm. that. But yeah, I definitely feel like sometimes you have to do a little bit of resetting, kind of let your body recharge, find the creativity again. Um, whenever I hit burnout, I notice it hits mostly with my creativity too. Yeah. Um, do you, you feel that way too? Yeah, I just like, I just don't want to post. I don't yeah. like... I don't want to do any of that and it's so like part of me is always like who gives a fuck like who likes it and who doesn't but at the end of the day it like affects you when like there's like 300 people viewing my fucking story yeah. every day but then it's like you guys don't like my pictures mm -hmm. like I don't know it's like a battling thing for me because I'm like part of me is like who gives a fuck and part of me is like I worked so hard to I get know. this validation yeah. from people and then it gets me mad when I look at the stories and I don't ever look at who's looking at it I just look at the little number mm -hmm. and I'm like 
you fucking met the chair ass bitches. Like, I'm dead. Like, what are you, nosy motherfucker? If you don't mm-hmm. be nosy, like, come on, like, just like double tap the Just like picture. something. I know. Yes. I know. I, I feel the same way too because you see how many follower count you have and then you see how many people are actually interacting with your stories or even, mm-hmm. you know, with whatever. But you have to remember at the end of the day, even if nobody's interacting with it, some people are still seeing it because I know for one, I forget to even like things when it's mm-hmm. my own friends, you know, <laughs> like I'm being completely honest. Sometimes you'll just be scrolling and you're just used to scrolling all the time. So you forget to double tap. Yeah. You know, so it's honestly, I try and look at the, the view count more than anything, especially mm-hmm. on reels and stuff. I can't tell you the last time I posted a video. I don't know if that's good tips or anything, mm-hmm. but I like seeing the view count. Um, just because I feel like that counts more than a like for me personally, because I can see how many people have actually like watched the video Mm through, through, but yeah, definitely. I feel like we put so much effort into this one TikTok or a reel or whatever. We spent so much time trying to find the perfect song and edit it perfectly and do all of these things. But at the same time, you have to remember it's part of your portfolio. I feel like everything that we're adding online to all of these social media pages, it's your portfolio. That's what people look back on. And even though you're not getting the likes and validation right now, that's not to say like in a few months from now, somebody's not going to be scrolling on your page, seeing that same thing. And they're like, oh my God, look how cool this is, you know, and months later, something will blow up. I'm a creature of habit. I know. Like, you just have to stay consistent. Like, I know. It just has to be part of your job. I just feel like I struggled so hard to accept Instagram into my life when it first started coming out. Mm-hmm. And then I got the hang of it with the post. Mm-hmm. And then the reels happened. And I'm just like, I don't want to do the music thing and the reels. And I personally feel like it's so hard to, for example, for me, I guess I feel like, like, I would want to look at a picture instead of a video and having to restart it. Yeah. And I just think it's a nuisance, but... I know. But you have to think about it in the way that your business is getting so much more exposure now mm-hmm. compared to, like, 10 years ago, where nobody had this oh, yeah. equipment before. There was so much more work that had to be done to get your name out there and to get people to see your work. It's so easy. Like, it's literally at the touch of a button now. So I feel like even though we do feel like it's so much work, I feel like... Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Because I know that's what I, I feel like. I yeah. feel like I'm in the middle. Like, I don't know. I know. You need to find your motivation. But that's okay. Take your time, too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need a break. Put yeah. social media on hold for a couple weeks. Give yourself some time to kind of, like, detox from it. And then come back. Yeah. Don't feel stressed out. Like, if you genuinely can't push any content out, don't stress it. Because yeah. you're going to be forcing something and not even making good, you know, producing anything that's good. So, like, give yourself grace. Today, I noticed I posted the same picture twice. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is so embarrassing. No, but pe- sometimes people don't even notice. the same picture, dude. Like, the same fucking picture. Like, on both. It yeah. wasn't, like, a different angle. Oh, I was like... I'm done. <laughs> same picture. I'm like, sorry. I, I don't like, know what's happening right now. I, I found out, like, it was, like... Yeah. It's been a week already. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to delete this. This is embarrassing. Oh my gosh. No, you just need to take some time off. Get your creativity. Do something artistic, like paint a picture or, you know, mm. watch a really good movie. Get something to get your inspiration and creativity going. Cause I don't know. I mean, I've been taking models for what I want to do. Yeah. But even then, I'm like, ugh. I know, but maybe you're just still overworking yourself. Take a step back. Probably. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh. Yeah, sometimes I do get really, like, 
stressed out about like my creativity too though just as far as tiktok goes you know i struggle mm-hmm. with that sometimes like i have a good flow going sometimes and then i'll really hit a wall and i'll just burn out and i'm like I don't even know what to do anymore. I feel like I've done everything. There's no new trends. And then (laughs) you get off of it for a week. You come back and there's so much more to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my experience with burnout, especially when you're going through things like at home too. I feel like a lot of times that has effect Mm -hmm. on your own like art and work at, you know, work. Yeah, that's true. Someone's cooking in my kitchen. Somebody's cooking. What? Like as we speak? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) But yeah. I don't think I'm burnt out like that. Like, I don't know. Like, do you ever just not want to be at work? Yeah. Even after you have like three days off, and mm-hmm. I'm just and this this has nothing to do with my clients. Like, I've had nothing but angels lately, except that one girl that canceled on me. You're like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I wrote about you in my blog, by the I didn't way. Oh, we have a new blog post, by the way, apparently. Hey, you could tell. I, you just said it. Oh. <laughs> you literally just said that. You, uh, had, you wrote well, a blog post. Well, because I have a blog on my website, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know if it tells people when I post, because it's just literally my journal. Oh, my but gosh. But anyways, it has nothing to do with my like, clients. I wrote about her in my diary. I did. I put little hexes on <gasps> Oh, my gosh. My, I would have read it past you, though. I'm done. Uh, I don't know it's just like I don't know how to describe what I feel even though like right now I just did a bomb color and Mm -hmm. I felt super comfortable Mm -hmm. because sometimes I feel like that probably sets me back like fuck dude like like feeling you like like you didn't do a good job on something or yes like like last week I fucked up again I should have done a fucking test run on that Mm -hmm. girl that you did the lash lift on and she was running late to my consultation yeah I should have done a test run, but I looked at her hair, and I'm like, no, this is fine. Like, I can lift She this. was virgin hair, right? Supposedly, but okay. that's not her fault. She did tell me what color she put on there, and I kind of saw past it, and then when I was doing her color, the color was not, like, budging, mm-hmm. and I just felt so bad, because I'm like, fuck, dude. And then I had to correct a green that she had in there, and I just feel like, I just feel like you do one fuck up, and you feel like you should just go a different direction with your career. Oh my gosh. You just like really fed into that, didn't you? Yeah, like I was like, okay, I shouldn't be doing hair. Like, I can't believe I... The the, the thing didn't come out horrible, but it's not what she wanted. And I hate doing that when I can't even get them close to what they wanted at all. Yeah. You know, and then I felt even worse because she's like... I was like, oh, did someone refer you? And she's like, no, I saw you. Well, I saw Corey on Google and I saw that she worked at the salon. Yeah. And then I saw your work, and I'm like, great. Like you don't even like you don't even have a friend to tell you like, she does amazing work still. You mm-hmm. know, like blah blah blah. But I don't know. That's I, okay. You win some, you lose some, and it's like it's all a learning experience. I mean, on the same girl, I actually struggled with her lashes too. <laughs> she had really like tricky lashes as far as her lash line went some of them were a little bit higher on the lash line it was a rogue line Mm -hmm. and one eye came out super beautiful the second one i had to process a second time like after her consultation with you i had her come back and i worked on her again so that's the thing about these services though it's so you can't you can never be 100 percent sure how Mm -hmm. a service is going to turn out so i don't know it's like the same thing what would you tell a newbie you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger (laughs) 
<laughs> I know, and I keep telling myself, why do you keep not doing these test strands? Like, I've been doing them back to back, and I get comfortable because I'm like, before I do the test strand, I'm, I look at the hair, and I'm just like, oh, this is going to lift easy, but let me just double make sure, and then I do it, right? Mm -hmm. And I had like 10 consultations where I did that, and then this one, I got lazy, and I was like, I felt her hair texture, the color that she said, I was, I didn't think anything of it. And then it's like that one fucking time you don't do what you're yeah. supposed to do, it fucks you over. And it's like, I can't blame anyone but myself. Mm -hmm. You know, even Jasmine being like, oh, she used it. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I fucked up. I yeah. should have done a test strand. Mm -hmm. So now I have her coming back and I'm like, let me fix it. You well, know? at least she's coming back too. She's allowing you to fix the problem. Yeah, but still, I just don't But like she still trusts you. Time. Like, That's the thing. She still trusts you so you can still like... You know, as long as you can fix it, yeah, then she knows that you care enough to have her come back and everything. That's but true. this is just, you know, for everyone out there, just so you know, we all fuck up. We, we all have, up. you know, a little bit of imposter syndrome and all of those same things those that you guys have. Up. Of course. So if you're messing up at home or on a service or something on your clients, just make sure you take a step back, evaluate what you did wrong, and try your best not to do it again. And just mm -hmm. think back to the basics. Remember when we were in school, uh, cosmetology school or esthetician school, like we always have to do our consultation forms. Make sure we know what allergies or what they're using on their hair. Or do a test strand. Like all of these things are super important because I feel like as we get bigger in our career and stuff and we get more comfortable touching people's skin or touching their hair like you know it, it just I becomes to get humbled hey sometimes that's it's it's part of the game you know it's the gamble yeah it's stupid i need a sign here that says don't do a test strand test strand stupid bitch yeah so don't worry guys out there like I, everybody messes up we all have those days and um don't fall into the imposter syndrome because you know we went to school for this and you know what you're doing you got this don't take it personal when you mess up mm -mm. it's nothing that you know if you can fix it and you know what you did wrong then you're fine yeah just offer to fix the problem whatever you did wrong like same thing like i said with the lash lift didn't come out the first properly the first way so i had her come back and it's okay to own up to your mistakes i feel like that's the most important part yeah <laughs> and and don't try to quit your job because you fucked up one time. Yeah. AKA me trying to be a receptionist. No. <laughs> no. And that absolutely is imposter syndrome. So when we first, um, when I first asked Myra, I was like, so what do you want to talk about today? She said imposter syndrome. And you're like, no, not necessarily. That's not what I want to talk about. <laughs> yes, bitch. It's imposter syndrome. Is it? Yes. And I did write a little sticky note right here. And I wanted to give you guys the proper definition for imposter syndrome in case you didn't know exactly what that was. But imposter syndrome, a.k.a. perceived fraudulence. So what the meaning is, is it involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and accomplishments. Sorry for my stutter. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna make fun of you, but I stopped. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. I'm very insecure sometimes when it comes to reading. I know I have a third grade reading level. <laughs> From Billy Madison to today, fucking I just had to. I just had to. No, I I do have. I don't think it's as much as a stutter. I think it's a stammer. I need to read more books. <laughs> I need to read more. Girl, I have 15 right here. Pick one up. I know. I definitely need to read more. I just need to find something I'm interested in. But 
Back to, the- Back to the definition. I just feel like if that does relate to you in any way at all, like just remember that other people are going through that too. Don't give up your whole career Mm-mm. and just start again. And if you think it's not going to hit you when you start your journey to having a business or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, it's going to get you one yeah. day. And it's not the end of the world, like Corey said. It's just it's okay to kind of step back and even reach out to that person a couple of days later or maybe the next day and be like, hey, can you hear my stomach? That's your stomach growling? Yes. Oh, oh my God. PSA, like, make sure you eat. <laughs> Before recording a podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, like, just, uh, where was I saying? Like, don't let it eat you alive. Don't, mm-hmm. like, of course, when we fuck up, we're laying in bed at night just staring at the ceiling thinking about all of our mistakes that we made that day. Yeah. But remember, like, it's, that's literally one service that you've done out of your entire career. And at, at least it's not a tattoo or heart surgery. Yeah, at least it's not permanent. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's a heart surgery. Huh, people kill people, yeah. like, from Surgeons. liposuction, <laughs> from a BBL. Like. Surgeons have legit taken off amputated the wrong foot off people so mm-hmm. something i i'd say to myself to try to make myself feel better i'm like at least i didn't do heart surgery no honestly i remember one time um i was doing microdermabrasion for all of you that don't know that my, what microdermabrasion is is it's a facial treatment it, it removes exfol or it removes dead skin cells it's a form of exfoliation and i did use that i went a little more aggressive than i normally do on a friend of mine and i wanted to push the limits and see what I could do with it, right? Homegirl ended up with crosses across her freaking forehead. And Charles Yes, I, because it's like, you know, that's the pattern you go in. Like it's Yeah, and it left a mark. Mm-hmm. It's like hashtags all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with that, I felt really, you know, just bad about the service. I was like, how could I do that? Like, total imposter syndrome with that. I was like, I went to school for this. Like, I literally got certified. How could I do that to somebody? And then I reached out to an esthetician that I really, really admire, and I look up to her, and I just reached out because I love her work. I've never seen her post anything negative, or not necessarily negative, but that she's kind of flawed, you know? So I reached out to her, but she is really real. Like, she'll be honest. Yeah, open and honest and very transparent. So I reached out. I was like, hey, um, I really wanted to ask you a question. Like, I kind of messed up on somebody's face, and I left scratches on her face. Like, I was hoping... You know, if there's any tips or tricks that you could give me or any experiences that you've gone through with something like this. And she had just done a dermaplaning service on somebody and she had sliced like pieces of the girl's face off. Okay, were you say <laughs> like, slice? Like, are you talking about like cannibal? It, no. <laughs> or are you talking about like... Like little... it was, it, they were little cuts, but they were like little, like little cuts on her jawline, but they were big, like, like Bro, this. I'm imagining... Hannibal or in the office when Dwight puts oh my god no it was not that dramatic crazy but she did leave some markings on the face and so her being honest with me about that made me feel so much better about my experience so let me just tell you guys like I hope if anything this is kind of like helping you guys see a little bit more clarity with what you're going through if anything Mm -hmm. um but it does happen to all of us and when I did see what the other girl had done to her client, I was like, okay, I'm not the only one. This girl, I really love her. Like, I admire her. I know everybody, like, so many people in the industry really love her and they swear by her work and everything. But it's when you're first learning or even, you know, you could be doing this for a very long time and still have accidents. But 
um, yeah, everybody goes through it. So don't think it's just you and don't quit your job because you're doing great. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Yes. Anything you want to add? Um, no, I think that was, that was it. I mean, yeah, I really wanted to do a short podcast today and I think we succeeded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like we're going to start rambling after this. So we'll just cut it here. I like rambling, though. I know. I just want to make it as, like, pleasurable for our listeners, you know? They want to hear the cheese, my though. We'll do another one. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Um, my name is Corey. My name is Myra. And this is Blowouts in Brazilians. We will see you next time, or you will hear us next time. Mm-hmm. So, or see us if you're our client. Yeah, I guess you'll see us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, love you. Bye. Not me. Bye.